You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have another jam-packed and transformative week full of planetary transits. July has been a very transformative month with all the sign changes, the retrogrades that are going on, and just planetary activity overall. Mercury's going into Leo, which should change the tone from how we communicate to a more passionate and extroverted approach. The sun is also going into Leo, so we're entering Leo season, and soon we'll have Venus in Leo too as well. So things are about to get revved up. Things are about to be very social, and our focus will go on getting in touch with our creative side. And Chiron is going retrograde this week, so this is going to help us look at where we need to heal our identity, where we need to heal our persona, especially because it's in Aries, plus how we can heal from past disappointment and trauma, and to show others with similar stories how to heal those wounds. And interestingly enough, when I look at the vibes on the graph, it appears like there's not much going on this week, even though this is pretty jam-packed in terms of the alignments that we're having. But there is some psychic energy. It's peaking and valleying throughout the week. Also, mental energy is peaking and valleying throughout the week. This is going to be one of those weeks where it's heavy in terms of Mercury and Venus. So our minds will be very focused, but also open to energies, receptive to energies. There is something that's going on with Neptune. There's a Mars-Neptune connection that's going on throughout this week. Interestingly enough, the moon is going to be also in a semi-sextile with Neptune around the 19th, and the moon will be in Aries. And it's interesting to see that depositor of the moon, Mars, being included in this configuration. So there's some interesting reception going on here. But yeah, this is an interesting week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of J's and see what we can expect. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 18th, we get a little dose of Leo before we actually hit Leo season within a matter of days. Mercury is going into Leo. So this is going to change the tone that we've had over the last few weeks. While Mercury was in Cancer, Mercury's been in Cancer since the 4th of July, which has given us an inward approach to communication, being more in touch with our emotions, and needing emotional stimulation. With Mercury going into Leo, the vibe completely shifts to a more extroverted, passionate approach to communication. So communication is about to get more revved up. It's about to be turned up in a way that's playful, attention-grabbing, and creative. Mercury in Leo is definitely going to bring us out of our shell. So if the last few weeks you felt more in your head or just connected with your emotions, this is going to help you become more outward with your socializing, with the way you communicate with people. Also, the way we think. Mercury has to do with the way we think and how we take in data. So our minds could feel more colorful. The way we take in data will be faster. The great thing with Mercury being in this fire sign is, this is a fire sign that does retain things. Fire signs gain things quickly, but a lot of times things burn up very fast. Leo being a fixed sign, this is going to help us retain whatever we're learning and we'll learn it in such a fast way. So if you're trying to absorb materials, this is going to definitely be one of those signs where whatever you're trying to pursue, you'll do it in a focused and consistent way. Also with a lot of drive and motivation and passion and confidence because within this sign and with it being aligned with Mercury, we're able to take all those Leo qualities and turn ourselves into these fierce learners and also look at things from a very colorful perspective because this is a very creative sign. It's creative in a way that's very different from the other creative signs. The other creative signs, we think of the Venus signs, we think of Taurus, we think of Libra with their artistic flair. We also think of Pisces with their poetic flair and their flair for the abstract. 
A lot of the time we neglect to mention the fire signs who are oozing with creative passion. Leo's creativity comes from a very unique place and combined with Mercury, it is unique creative thinking. So if you've had some sort of artistic block or you feel as though you've fallen into a rut and you're just kind of doing the same thing over and over again, this could really help you step out of that and get you in touch with a bold, expressive creativity that's uniquely yours. With Leo, creativity is all about self-expression. So sometimes that can translate into being a public speaker. Sometimes that could translate into being a fashion designer. Sometimes that can show up in being a writer, being a creative communicator when it comes down to comedy, and even getting into acting. So this Mercury will help us access our creative intelligence because mercury is about stimulating the mind this could be a time where you're entertaining yourself the way a leo does so our need for stimulation can go into just going to galleries the theater movies sports romantic dates because we get stimulation off those romantic dates and leo's energy leo is a very passionate energy and is all about romance so there could be stimulation in that way so we have a meeting of the minds with someone we're really passionate about we also get stimulated by compliments and attention within this energy so a little bit of Praise and applause goes a long way within this. But we do feel more confident to communicate. We're not afraid to communicate in a way where we speak our mind. This is a type of Mercury where you speak from the heart. So people will definitely come off more sincere and bold and more blunt than normal. But in a lot of ways, on the positive side, it can definitely be refreshing. Of course, with any sign change, there's always a lower vibration. And with this, we have to be mindful of our tempers because of the bold, fiery, passionate nature of this Mercury. Things can get a little bit heated. Granted, it may be slow to anger and it's a buildup but once it does come out it can definitely be be very uncomfortable we have to be mindful not to steamroll other people and talk over people because we're commanding the stage and wanting the floor so that's something else that could be a problem with this we have to be mindful of our attitudes if we're not getting the validation that we want because this could also be a lower vibration with this and we also need to be mindful of our pride our pride can be an issue within this energy having pride is not a bad thing as long as it's in balance you need to have dignity for yourself. We all need to respect ourselves, but there is a limit and it can become a problem in this energy where we become very high on ourselves. So this could look like arrogance and thinking we're too good for something because we're up here and everybody else is, you know, not where we're at. So we definitely need to be mindful of that. And of course, self-aggrandizement happens a lot within this energy. I'm going to be talking about that a little bit more again once we get to the Sun and Leo portion of this podcast, this video. But either way, this is a fun energy. Mercury in Leo is so, so welcome. Let's soak it up for all of its good parts. Tuesday the 19th is going to be a jam-packed day with a ton of planetary activity and it can feel intense with some of the alignments we have going on. We have harder alignments on that day and we also have Chiron going retrograde. So Chiron is going retrograde on the 19th. Chiron went into its shadow period around March 25th of this year. So think about what was going on in your life regarding Chiron themes, Chiron and Aries themes. What was going on with you four months ago when it comes down to healing? Healing, looking at some of the things that you carry in your life that cause you to feel off kilter, past trauma that causes you to feel inadequate, issues to deal with coming from a place of lack or dealing with your temperament or even being comfortable just being yourself. With Chiron being in Aries, we look at ourselves, we look at our identity, our drive, our motivation, being confident, being bold, pushing past our fears and being very brave, asserting ourselves, finding our voice and really embracing our selfhood. We also look at our physicality, our energy levels. Are we taking care of our physical health? Are we being active? Are we working out and things like that? 
And even our motivational levels. Aries is a very ambitious sign. Aries is ruled by Mars, which is how we go after what we want. And sometimes when we have issues with Chiron, we may have issues with our drive and ambition and going after what we feel like we deserve or our goals or anything like that. So this could be a time where you're working on being more driven. Also with this too, because it is Aries, it's in Aries, we deal with Mars energy, which has a lot to do with our sexuality. So this could also have things to do with, you know, sex, whatever that might mean for you, whether that be working on your drive or trying to find a balance with your drive because it's gotten out of hand. And also making sure you're stepping into your personal power when it comes down to your sex drive so that others aren't controlling you. Other things that we deal with the Chiron that aren't necessarily related to Aries is we work on clearing out old stories that no longer fit our life. We work on things that we repress from early life that we've been carrying with us that need to be dealt with. We learn that some of the traumas that we carry may not be our own and some of it may be through secondhand or if you're sensitive to energies, you're picking up other people's stuff and with others projecting their BS on you. So this is very helpful for discarding that. Another thing with Chiron retrogrades, we start recognizing where we've been stifled due to learned helplessness, which is unfortunate because it does come from a place of trauma. And because of it, we feel powerless. We feel like there's nothing that we can do that will help us and that everything is out of our control. So it does result in us acting more passively or just not putting in as much effort because we're afraid of failure and it's easier just to, you know, leave it alone rather than, you know, hurt our self-esteem further. So this could be a time where you're working through that and you're getting in touch with your own power. You're starting to gain confidence back in yourself and you'll be building through that throughout this Chiron retrograde. We also learned through this that people-pleasing behavior has came at a cost to us and that we can't be everything for everybody and we can't always give, give, give because it depletes us and we end up feeling resentful as a result of it. And it's, again, holding us back from achieving what we need to achieve. So with this, you can learn to put your focus in yourself rather than constantly being overly sacrificial at a cost to you. Now, this is the thing with Chiron. Chiron is also about helping others. Obviously, not to that point because that's an extreme end. With Chiron, one of the things and one of the ways it can show up in this retrograde is you're looking at how you've overcame a lot of your situations and trauma and you're helping others as a result. In other words, you're helping people who have been through similar situations like yourself and showing them the tools you've used over the years so that way they can empower themselves and do the same. It's kind of the teach a man to fish because when you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for life. If you fish for them, then they're never going to learn and that's kind of where there's a line in the sand with Chiron help. Chiron help is about showing other people what to do rather than the extreme of doing everything for everybody and not having any boundaries. Chiron goes direct on December 23rd of 2022, and it will go out of shadow on April 15th of 2023. So, I mean, this is one of those long cycles, just like Neptune, just like the outer planets, Chiron happens to be in between Saturn and Uranus, but currently in Uranus's orbit. So it takes a little longer than a Mercury, Venus, and even Mars retrograde. And the signs that'll feel this retrograde the most will be Aries, Cancer, Libra and Capricorn. The cardinal signs are going to feel this retrograde the most or people with cardinal placements between 10 to 20 degrees of these zodiac signs. Same day, the sun is making an opposition with Pluto. So with the sun in an opposition to Pluto, this means that we're at the halfway point of the retrograde cycle. So at least we only have about three months or so before Pluto goes out of retrograde. 
Anytime we have an opposition between the sun and the outer planets and their synodic cycle, that is the halfway point. It is like a full moon. So this is the peak of the cycle and we kind of get a full moon energy from it. So it's very intense. An alignment like this could show us where we're having to look at the consequences of our ego. So if there have been any issues with control, dominating others, weaponizing your power, being abusive, being overly jealous. And when I say overly jealous to the point of toxicity, there's a level of jealousy where it's just like, okay, that's understandable. And then there's a level where it's like, oh boy, that's crazy. Um, This is that kind of jealousy. It's jealousy on a deranged level. This also shows up as not respecting people, feeling entitled to do whatever you want, not respecting someone's boundaries, their privacy, and just overall being confrontational, being nasty, being belligerent, and being extreme, being violent. And in a lot of ways, with this opposition, this is a very karmic opposition because it does cause situations where you pay for past wrongdoings. This is one of those energies, if you've been working on yourself, if you've been transforming, if you've been breaking away from toxic behavior and addictions and bad habits, it's only going to benefit you. You won't necessarily receive the see the karmic stuff from this Pluto, but it can still feel like an intense day, especially, you know, looking on a collective level. This could be a day where we're seeing a lot of that type of stuff playing out on a world stage where people are paying the piper. This also tends to inflate extreme situations, so definitely be aware of things, be aware of your surroundings. People's tempers can be more inflated than normal under this energy too, so it's, again, confrontational energy, so you want to be aware of that. And just to make sure you're checking your ego as well, because this also can inflate ego situations and just cause people to feel as though they have the right to dominate others. So do the best you can when this energy hits, because it's going to be an interesting day again, because we also have an alignment with Mars and Neptune. With this odd mixture of alignments on that day, it's going to feel wonky. Some people may be feeling the Pluto stuff. Some people may be feeling the Chiron stuff. Some people might be feeling the Mars stuff. And with the Mars stuff, this one doesn't necessarily pump you up. Not that any of the other ones pump you up in a good way. Chiron does because you're doing something to help yourself. But with Mars and Neptune, it's a feeling of having no direction, feeling listless, feeling lethargic, feeling as though you have no motivation. It's not a very motivating energy. It's an energy of this could have happened in three ways where you burnt yourself out from overworking and now you're feeling it or you aren't making the progress you were hoping to make. So it's draining you and it's not motivating you in any way. Or you're just feeling unclear about what to do with yourself. This could also be just feeling slightly under the weather, um, somewhat susceptible to allergies and things like that with colds. Colds do happen in the summer. So with Neptune and Mars situations, as I always explain, Mars has a tendency to be weaker than Neptune when Neptune connects with it. Neptune tends to waterboard the hell out of Mars and Mars being a fiery planet, it gets its fire put out. And so that's how we can feel on that day where it's just like we're just drained and tired. So maybe sure you're protecting your energy make sure you're resting and taking care of your immune system and also putting up boundaries with people who are draining because a lot of the times with this we also attract those people or people like that contact us who are really draining who are emotional vampires so do the best you can when this energy hits the 20th to the 21st has some alignments that can be rather stressful on the 20th venus is making a semi-square with uranus which can bring up unpredictable behavior in relationships and money. So if you're feeling antsy, if you're feeling erratic, if you're feeling like you need to bust out of something in terms of a relationship that maybe you're not ready to commit to, this could be one of those alignments that can flare that up. If you're feeling bored due to a monotonous situation in a relationship, this could also cause a little bit of upheaval in terms of wanting to break free. 
or making sudden changes that you might regret later. So you want to be careful within this energy. This also goes with money and job situations. This could be one of those things where you're just feeling like that about a job and you just want to hop to another job or the grass is greener on the other side. And so you're ready to jump ship. But I'm going to say with all these situations and with this nervous energy and just with the beginning of the week, how it feels, just take your time before you make any decisions with the relationship stuff. I said this last week when Venus and Uranus were in a semi-sextile, make sure you have a good exit plan, exit plan before you leave a situation and that you're doing it in the most kosher way possible, if, if possible. And when it comes down to jobs, please make sure you have a backup plan before you do that because sometimes, especially in this kind of energy, you make an impulsive decision and it may lead to you not having the stability you need with your finances. So do the best you can when this energy hits. Jupiter and Saturn will be in a semi-square on the 21st and with this energy comes recklessness or more or less taking accountability for reckless actions. Again, there's a lot of jitteriness in the air so we might feel impetuous and as a result, make some stupid choices, do some stupid things, act recklessly and also just not take care of our responsibilities, not take accountability for our actions. And with this, with Jupiter and Saturn in the semi-square, it's not one of those things that's going to kind of like blow over. It's one of those things where you end up having to take accountability for it and face the consequences of it. With this energy, you face the consequences of immature behavior. This forces people to step up to the plate and take responsibility for their actions. And this also is one of those humbling experiences with this energy. So, and with what I was saying before about that Venus semi-square year, do not do anything crazy or impulsive because this one with Saturn combined and Jupiter, Jupiter being in Aries, if you do anything that doesn't necessarily make sense, it may end up blowing up in your face. So be careful with that. And that same day, Mercury's making a semi-sextile of Venus. And this one tends to bring out our needy side in relationships. So this is another one that can kind of blow up in our face. If you're wanting attention from a specific person, a person of interest, someone you're in a relationship with, you might want to wait for the right moment or give them time to reply to you because this is one of those alignments where people tend to blow up if they're feeling pushed or if they feel if someone is being needy and encroaching upon them. And there's nothing wrong with wanting a little bit of attention, but this is the unhealthy version of that where we're looking for gratification. And if we don't get it, we get petty and we blow up. So you want to be careful with that. This could also look like, you know, posting for attention on social media and things like that, fishing for compliments. So you just want to be careful with that, especially with all the weird, edgy energy. And it's not saying that you're going to get karma because of that, because that's ridiculous. But it may end up being a thing where, you know, it just it, ends, it results in an unnecessary argument or people having an issue with you. And who wants to do all that? That's ridiculous. So just try to be as balanced as you possibly can with this energy. Luckily, on the 22nd, we head into Leo season. Happy birthday, Leos! It's Leo season. The sun leaves Cancer and is now heading into Leo. And we already got a little taste of Leo in the beginning of the week. And thankfully, we did with all those hard alignments because we need the joy of Leo right now with all of this heavy energy. So this is going to further amplify those passionate, extroverted social vibes that make Leo so special. Now that the sun has come into this place, we are going to feel the lively expressiveness of this sign. We're going to feel the urge to get dolled up. We're going to do things that exhilarate us and really just be on a nice high. Our egos are going to gain so much gratification from being in the center of things. And I mean this in the healthy way, because obviously we already know there's an unhealthy side, which I will get to at some point. But in the sense of just being everywhere, in the sense of just being where the action is, being where the thrills is, being in the right places, the right restaurants, the right parties, and just really soaking up the atmosphere and expressing ourselves in a way through our clothing, our hair, the way we speak, our charismaticness. 
that gains attention. When I was talking about creativity earlier with Mercury in Leo, it's a different type of creativity, but this is similar because Mercury is all about mental and this is all about self-expression. Leo has this creativity about them that is about the self. You are the work of art. It's not to say that a Leo won't be a painter, sculptor, photographer, or poet, but a lot of the times with Leo energy, it is about our own self-expression. And this translates in a lot of ways in the way we adorn ourselves, the way we decorate our house, the way we throw events and get-togethers and parties and barbecues. In Leo energy, you get known for your creativity. You get known for your uniqueness and the way you stand out for your uniqueness. And a lot of times it translates into that type of creativity. There are those people that just dress well and they get so much attention. Obviously with Leo, it's the hair. Most Leos have fabulous hair that gets them attention. So this could be a time where we're really into our looks. This could be a time where we're looking to do something awesome with our hair or change up our wardrobe, revamp our wardrobe. I mean, we're we're only in July, but at some point people are going to be changing up their look for the fall and such. So this could be a time where you're looking at revamping that wardrobe or, you know, revamping your midsummer wardrobe. When I talk about the creativity in people's homes, that's another standout quality that some people just have. Everyone has a friend or a family member that always has the best things at their house, always throws the best parties. They always have the best food and the presentation is lovely and everything is just done. Everything is done with panache. So this could be a time where you're seeing yourself getting very creative in those areas. Our playful side will absolutely be in full effect. We are going to need to let our hair down. We are going to need to have so much fun. We are going to need to do something bold and adventurous for the summer. So socially, things will get revved up. And we find ourselves making plans to do some grandiose things that we normally don't do. Our confidence may be higher than normal, which is a-okay with me. Um, you know, we will hit some alignments when this while the sun and Mercury and then eventually Venus is in Leo. It's going to square a bunch of stuff. But for the meantime, it is going to be a confidence booster. Leo energy helps us adopt a winner's attitude. And so that's going to definitely be the spirit that, that we're taking on, which should motivate us to go after some of the things that we're interested in, feel more ambitious and self-assured when it comes down to our goals, job stuff, and romance. Because romance is also a big theme within Leo energy. So this could be something that we're feeling in our already committed relationships. Or if you're single, this could be a time where you're starting to see that you're feeling more magnetic than normal and you're attracting people to you as a result. So Leo season is absolutely gonna put a sense of theater in the air. It is definitely gonna bring a lot of humor to the air, generosity and openness. And of course, there's the lower vibration of this. And what I was mentioning with Mercury in, in Leo is the self-aggrandizement. That can be an issue within this energy. So, I mean, that's something that we could be dealing with where people are, where people are just cockier than normal. We have to watch out for being prideful, as I was mentioning before. We have to learn how to be real reasonable when we're not getting what we want, when we're not getting rewarded, if we're getting rejected or we're feeling embarrassed, because this is the kind of energy where, again, this just kind of comes, goes hand in hand with pride, where, you know, you have yourself on a pedestal, so it's very hard to fall off of it. But our sense of entitlement and because we just feel like we deserve certain things may come out more in this energy. We have to be aware of our temper because our temper could be kind of ferocious in this energy. And we have to make sure we're not being too demanding or pushy with other people because that can also show up within this energy. Other than that, Leo season should be fun and should have us taking our summer to the next level. So let's soak this up. 
The next two days is filled with Mercury and Venus alignments. Saturday, the 22nd, Mercury's making a trine with Jupiter, which should really help us in terms of having the best conversations, feeling social, and in the mood for a summer adventure. This energy is so lighthearted and great for getting together with people and just having easy conversations, fun conversations, humorous conversations, and even getting philosophical without it getting debative, because sometimes that happens with people, unfortunately, when they get into those kinds of conversations. But this is a great energy for just having some of the best flow with other people good for being forward thinking and having sudden bursts of insights, sudden bursts of like intellectual downloads and having huge moments of clarity, just being able to blow something wide open in a good way. If you've been trying to understand something and it just hasn't been really, you haven't been absorbing it. This could be a time where your mind is open wide and your mind is extra expansive as a result of this. And I really hope that this energy carries over because the next day Mercury's making a sesquiquadrate with Neptune, which is a confusing alignment because it can make things weird when it comes down to communication obviously but also within text messages dms things like that where things come off cryptic it doesn't seem as though you and this person are on the same page you guys are not understanding each other resulting in frustration or possibly an argument and things like that so it's one of those energies you definitely want to make sure you're taking a step back before reacting because it does cause misunderstandings in conversations that same day venus is going to make a sesquiquadrate with saturn and this has a lot to do with shutting down romantically with the communication issues that we're getting from that Mercury to Neptune, this could further amplify that. In this energy, it could be coming to the conclusion that you're no longer into someone. It could be a thing where you're feeling as though you need to detach yourself from a relationship. This could also be detaching yourself from a job situation as well. And just, you know, you're just losing that will and motivation to continue with it. I will say this also kind of has a ghosting vibe with the Mercury stuff and then this popping up as well. At least on that day, Venus is making a square with Jupiter. Now, I'm saying at least, even though this is a hard alignment, it's a fun alignment. And, you know, we need a little bit of joy in the air with some of the heavier stuff from Mercury, Saturn, Venus to Saturn, Mercury to Neptune. And with this one, it's about having a good time. The issue with this one is we tend to be reckless. Recklessness has been a theme of this week. And this one is one of those where, you know, hey, you're social, you're wanting to have fun, you're wanting to go out, you're wanting to drink, you're wanting to do a whole bunch of risky things. It tends to be a gambling sort of alignment. It tends to be an alignment where you just decide to risk it all because you feel lucky and you're kind of going off the deep end when it comes down to spending and drinking and all those other things and really leaning into your vices. So that's something you want to be aware of. And also too, this is one of those alignments. If you are having problems and you're not wanting to deal with them and with all the other alignments that have been going on this week, this could be a time where you're just escaping those problems. It's not escapism like Neptune. I mean, Jupiter you know, and Neptune obviously have some overlap and some similarities, but it can be one of those things where you're just not dealing with your problems and you're just letting it fall to the wayside and it's okay to take a moment and take a break to decompress but this one is on the extreme end so just be aware of that and do the best you can when these energies hit this is definitely a jam-packed week july has been a pretty jam-packed month and pretty dynamic overall so i hope you guys are enjoying yourselves even with some of the stressful energies but we've had some good ones as well anyway i hope you all have the best week ever later guys